Welcome to Planet Mainstage. My name is John Prentice. Welcome to the show. Next Thursday, November 25th, Del Barber, Manitoba singer-songwriter, is having his long-awaited CD release for his latest album, Stray Dogs, at the Park Theatre. I'm very happy to have a chat and play his latest music today in the first hour of the show. We have lots of new music, more shows to promote, and our Name That Riff contest and fun in the rest of the show, so I hope you can join in. Before we get to our interview, here is a cut from Stray Dogs. This is Meantime on 101.5 UMFM. I could I was either cold or misunderstood I think it takes a little courage to learn to forget smoke puking out from my argument Have you paddled glassy water under northern lights? Have you taken up someone else's fight? Heard a baby's first lonely cry Found comfort in wondering why In the strangest part I'll be by your side What the hell do you expect That you will find In all of the meantime All in, in the meantime All in all the meantime
in all of the meantime all in in the meantime all in all the meantime Del Barber is a well-loved Juno-nominated Manitoba singer-songwriter and his long-awaited CD release for his latest album, Stray Dogs, is upon us next Thursday, November 25th at the Park Theatre. And I'm happy to have him on the line on Zoom today, direct from his ranch in Inglis, Manitoba. Hi, Del. Mr. Prentice, what a pleasure. <laughs> Thanks for having me on, man. My pleasure. Do you get called Mr. Prentice a lot? <laughs> uh, by my wife, maybe once in a while. I don't know. It's yeah. Like... <laughs> yeah, sure. I, I certain circumstances. It's been a it's been a year of changes for you. I, I guess you'd agree with that, eh? And, oh yeah, yeah. And I I have to say, I, I, I right off the bat, I can't go further without saying it. But I, I'm I'm sorry sorry to hear about the passing of your dad. I was yeah. I was happy to have met and known him. And um, he was a great influence on you, eh? Big time. Yeah, there's, I can't, I can't think of anyone who influenced me more, uh, especially musically, you know, like we're here to talk about music, but you know, he was, he was a good friend to me and, and, uh, and also a great dad and also someone who, who wrote songs with me, you know, like it was, it was a really deep, heavy, relationship and uh i was i'm still confused about him passing i still I, I i feel like i ought to be in better condition than i am but it is what it is you know i'm I'm still carrying on fine and uh i'm a new dad again and, and all this stuff is just sort of helping dull that 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 pain that that gap uh in my life um, but, but I, you know, and I'm okay. Uh, I don't, I don't feel like unstable or anything. I just feel like I miss the guy and, and I feel like he was gone too soon. And, and I feel a little bit angry about it, you know? So we'll have a little bit more later because on the new album, it's, there's, uh, some music written by him, right? You got it. We'll talk about that a little later, but so what I where I just saw you was at the Cranky Fest, and oh, yeah. you were there. Yes, I knew I had just seen you, but I didn't get a chance to talk to you. Well, I was going to say personally, it was sort of a mind blowing new Del Barber experience for me. Oh yeah, you know, and I think you, you might agree. But on the way out uh, after I don't know, I guess it was a Saturday night. We're going back to the car, and there's this woman that I recognize walking almost beside us, and it was uh, Sarah. Oh yeah, to be your neighbor. Yeah. So, um, so this, you know, this is um, the what you did. Maybe we can just tell us about it. What happened with the with the uh, the prairie panorama? I guess. Yeah, I'll be I'll be uh, pretty frank and direct about it. So, uh, home roots cranky fest. Uh, they were able to commission a bunch of different 
collaborations. Uh, they pitched this idea to me that I would mentor somebody, um, write a song with them, and perform it a couple times, and and do some interviews about it. And that was as simple as it as it got. And I said, of course I will. I could love to, except I'm not really, I'm not really comfortable being a mentor. And then they they insisted on calling me a mentor over and over again, and that just about drove me nuts. So like, <laughs> I'm. Res- I, I I I got to sort of I hand select who I wanted to collaborate with and uh for me like I can't speak you know to anyone else's experience as a mentor or a collaborator however they want to determine who they are in in that relationship uh but I got to pick some um some women who I respect artistically and also personally and and just to have a perspective that I want to mine you know, and, and so for me, it was like, I wanted to make the best possible song, uh, uh, regardless of who it was with, you know, and it, it was more about like the art than about, um, the, the character or the, the, the sort of relationship I had with them. But it, but it just so happened that they were also my friends and neighbors and people that I sort of already trust. Um, so I, I didn't, I didn't get thrown into like a situation where I didn't know the artists. I think some people did um, in this large scope of prairie panorama. There, there was a whole host of different uh, songs and, and, and subjects um, and collaborations. And, and I really got to just uh, pick who I, who I wanted to work with. I, I didn't really understand that I got to pick, but I just suggested um, the Hyde sisters and they said, yeah, it sounds great. Sounds perfect. And I was like, perfect. I, this is going to be easy. And it, so it was just a matter of, of going half a mile south across Bear Creek and and hanging out in Andrea's screaming porch and and writing songs as fast as we could, and it was it was it was it was, I guess you know you're saying it was the mentor thing wasn't really, you know, upfront or leading the way, but it was um, I think legitimate in that you were you'd have to probably agree learning from each other probably right, and the whole experience just as a collaboration was like it was like creating a new it was engaging the muse and creating a new experience for 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 both you and them probably right yeah i don't know if they've really co-written songs much before uh i know that sarah writes quite a few songs and quite a few of them i really love and mm-hmm. and andrea is is uh both a great sort of musician and 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 visual artist like the her ability to to paint prairie scenes from a particular perspective. Uh, I just, I can't imagine why everyone won't love her painting. Uh, if she ever figures out a way to let everyone see them. Um, she, she holds a lot of it pretty close. Um, she's sort of a reluctant artist. I think like she likes the act of doing it, but, but then the act of trying to display it and explain it to people is maybe not as attractive to her. I don't know. I'm making assumptions. And I, but I think that's true with a lot of artists, and I think um, those of us who have been doing it long enough realize that that the making of it is is fun, and the rest of it is it can be at least can be annoying. I mean, when we get to talk to people like you, it's lovely, honestly. Like people that actually care and are sensitive. Um, but but a lot of it is is a lot of sort of uh, strangeness, and and you feel like you are just selling something all the time, and um, and that feeling sucks. Uh, and so this was like a. a a project that use that circled around those feelings right from the get-go it was just like just write the best song you can and 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 it doesn't matter uh 
if you love it, we will promote it and we'll do our thing. You just got to worry about your thing. And so I felt, I don't know, there's a lot of freedom in that, you know, and, and uh, something that not a lot of us get to consider like all the time. Uh, so yeah, I was pretty, pretty happy about that. So, um, you know, we can't go too long without, uh, I'm not sure um, if uh, <laughs> it's like, what are they talking about until I, I eventually, whether it's now or in the future, I, I, I just was hoping and I asked Sarah, is there, is there uh, even a YouTube video or something that people can see what happened there or anything or of the, of that yet? Or will there be? Oh, I have no idea. Okay. Uh, I'm, I, I'm assuming that, that they, that they being cranky fest recorded it all and, uh, and are treating all of those recordings and yeah. videos as assets. Yeah. But I think that Prairie Panorama it's, itself is, is, supposed to be at least from what i understand uh far far further reaching than just uh one night at a festival yeah you know mm -hmm. so i'm i'm hoping that that because they they spent days interviewing us all and, and trying to collect all this sort of the narrative around these pieces and then hopefully hopefully they'll figure out a platform to present it you know and uh, so people can see it all before I, before we leave it and go on to the task at hand here, which is the show coming up, I just wanted to say that what what was which really got me and to show me whoa a whole different thing for Dell was the uh, was the acapella first of all like oh, yeah. the, the, the the three voices and I don't know if you you're going to tell me now that you you started doing that in in church choirs or something way back when but anyway it was really really neat to hear that and it was just like uh what a showstopper it was for me and and then the cranky itself you know i mean the the, the stories and the songs so yeah i guess we'll just leave it at i think leonard said that they were they had videotaped it all so something may come along and uh kind of teasing the, the listeners out there but uh i'd hope that uh Maybe even you might even bring them back yourself and <laughs> some point and uh, we'll see them again with the, with you we'll, and we'll just let it rest there for now. But I don't know. Would you be open to that uh, more with them? Oh, yeah, for sure. I, yeah. I think that that's, you know, I don't know, like um, I can't really get, imagine what would come of it necessarily, but but we've definitely committed to get together again and to try and write some more stuff, you know, and, and, yeah. and hang out because it's been it's pretty, pretty fulfilling. Uh yeah. Right. Right away, like they they felt like they treated me like a little brother. You know, and, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I and I've been a little brother my whole life, so I know how to deal with that well, and uh, uh, and really enjoy it. <laughs> and so, yeah, I really, I really, um, it was a really rich time, and I hope we can just continue to do that and and see what mm -hmm. happens. You know, I don't have any grand intentions, but I I do, um, I do think that something will come of it. You know. Okay, so on to the 25th, a new album and yeah. show, Stray Dogs. Yeah. Stray Dogs, what a great, great title. Thanks. Tell us about it. So as, you know, COVID hits and, and uh, our industry gets fully shut down. And uh, of course, after you sort of swallow the pill of, of the, the lack of work and, and financial security and everything else, um, you're also given this gift of having a lot of time on your hands. And, uh, and so I, I had a sort of hard time getting going, but once I got going, um, it, it was really like a sabbatical for me. Like it was a chance to really work on the thing that I love the most and that's writing songs. Um, 
it took me a long time to write a batch of new songs and so in the process of trying to write this new batch of songs i started mining all of my journals this is like you know i'd i'd buy a new journal i'd be in memphis and i'd be like i need a journal i forgot my journal on the plane so i would pull out i'd go to a bookstore and buy a journal and then i would write you know in 10 pages of that and then i would lose that one at home somewhere and so i ended up with this this stack of books it's just like a chronic waste of paper but <laughs> forgive me for that it's just how how i was living on the road and and, and forgetful and, and everything else but i had all these fragments just piled up in front of me and i thought why not start going through them you know and and, and then i also started going through all my voice memos like a lot of us songwriters now use our smartphones and we just sing voice notes into our phone and, and, and then go back to them if we remember, you know, so it was just like weeks of sifting through all these ideas. And, and obviously people will assume that most of them were terrible, you know, and they're right. Uh, but there was also, you know, 30 or 40 out of hundreds of these ideas that, that were really solid and that I couldn't believe I had forgotten about. Um, they were like, they were as good as anything I'd ever written and, 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 and songs that I just sort of abandoned. And I have no idea why, like I completely slipped my mind until I opened that page and remembered exactly how to play them, you know? And so a lot of them were, were sort of half finished. So they were all started, you know, over five, some of them maybe 10 years old, but they were all finished in the same week, you know? So I was in the right frame of mind to sort of picture them as a group of songs. Um, at least at least 10 of them you know and and then there's still another probably 30 that that i would like to 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 finish in another sitting at some other point you know so like i did try and uh put in this category of volume one you know stray dogs volume one so mm -hmm. i'm hoping i can continue to put out these sort of b-sides uh, throughout my career if i get lucky enough to have a career for a long time you know so that's that was the dream is to be able to to have a place to air out these ideas that never really found their way onto a record or, or didn't, you know, have the right narrative thread to make it somewhere, you know, they weren't about the right things at the right time, you know, you know, desperately trying to make albums that have a particular point of view or picture. Um, and for whatever reason, I'm obsessed with the album as a thing. Uh, if someone says the word EP to me, I like shudder. Uh, it's just not what I want to make. I mean, and and I and I realize that that it's probably a, a a great way to make to put out music more frequently is you know with an EP or singles or whatever. But I just does not do it for me at all. Well, I love what I've heard, and I've already played. I think I think you're being modest about them in terms of well, you know where they sat. Maybe you had to still mold them into shape, but. For, for for example, at the beginning we we played um, and we'll talk about a couple now like meantime, and you know I, I love the uh, I love the tune, and I love the uh, I love the arrangements on that song, and uh, you know it's 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 uh, a different place from what I've heard in terms of what you've done so far. And one of the reviews that I read was interesting because it talks about you talk about maturing as a as a songwriter. Uh, I can't remember which review it was, but so, you know, I like all your songs from, from the word go, the early albums, but this article, you, you talked about maturing and, and said, I agree from the standpoint of making songs that stay with a listener, like, you know, maybe something, I don't know, like a singable chorus or a, a unique arrangement, for example, and songs like songs that make people want to come back to them. 
So what do you think? Is that changing from the early days, for example? I hope so. Yeah. You know, like I hope I, I really want to be someone who, who isn't afraid to, to change or, or, and I don't even know that it's necessarily getting better or worse or whatever, but, but just to, to allow things to happen, to allow that, that, that creative, whatever it is, muse, whatever power that is, that's, it's guiding art or, or me or you or whatever to, to allow it to work. And, uh, I just, I do feel like it's something outside of myself. Like, I don't feel like it's my brain or heart or ego that's on display. Like, I feel like I'm tapping into something somehow. Uh, I think good art does that. Um, and, and I, you know, I want to get better at the craft. I want to be better at tapping into that thing. Uh, I want to have better bait on my hook or, you know, whatever metaphor you want to use. Um, mm -hmm. I just, I want to see it as something that like uh, like a carpenter is, is always going to be getting better, more efficient, more careful, more selective. Um, you know, hopefully I'm not just banging a house together in a weekend anymore. I'm, I'm taking my time. I'm being careful and I'm, and I'm, I'm smarter now about what makes a good song. You know, that's what I hope to be doing as a songwriter if i if i can consider myself as someone who's maturing people in my life might you know disagree uh to some extent but but i really want yeah i really want to be getting better at this and, and whatever better means i want to feel like i'm i'm putting in the, the work uh and the practice of it all we'll play another song from from the album here and uh let's say like uh fishing and wishing how about that sure. one it, it, it must sure. be must when you see a title like that you think this must be uh an archetypical del barber song <laughs> you, you want to talk about that one for a while that one's like <laughs> one's just a really light-hearted uh song i wrote for for a friend who was who was basically his relationship had failed and, and so instead he he turned instead of turning to her he turned to fishing and a lot of my friends who spend a lot of time outside end up doing things like this running away uh from their relationships and in, in, in sort of spending time by themselves outside thinking that'll be the greatest thing that happens to them but but then they end up <laughs> missing what they had you know yeah. and, and uh but it's also just a sort of light-hearted song about that and and that's one of the songs that that was more or less finished going into stray dogs that that's a song i had played a few times live and and i could never fit it onto an album it just never really felt like the right it, it never turned out good enough like sometimes you go into the studio i always go in with you know 15 songs and then keep 10 and it's not like the five songs were bad it was just the recordings of them didn't make sense at the time you know like or the, you know the, the production wasn't right on them or, or whatever they just didn't feel like they fit even you know so it was a chance to just go back in and record it and uh and, and i just i loved the recording of it and we recorded that one in like an hour or something it just was like so easy it was one of those things that what it just felt so natural and easy to play it was it was a no-brainer you know Nickel pillow and a bed made of beer cans Chewing on mosquitoes, jerky like a madman Thinking of you, 
Hoping that you'll call me tomorrow It's been cloudy and cold But it hasn't really rained Dreaming you're beside me Singing all the same Out in the boonies Fishing and wishing with me Trying to find a cure For my lonesome condition Out here on my own tonight Just fishing Wishing Nothing in the tank Feeling kind of grateful with no one here to thank Trying to say I love you without sounding like a fool I got faith in my fingers Doubt in my feet I'm a contradiction walking to a hillbilly beat Happy as a heifer Steady as a ten-year-old mule Trying to find a cure for my loneliness out here on my own tonight just fishing We're talking to Dale Barber about uh, his show on November the 25th at the Park Theater um, and uh, go to Eventbrite, I think it is, for, uh, for ticket information. And uh, yeah. let's, let's talk about, let's talk about uh, the show itself. Who, who will be playing with you on the, on the 25th? So I think we're just about to announce uh, Fontaine is going to open the show. I don't know if you've gotten to catch her yet, but... Uh... Yeah, so Fontaine's gonna gonna support the bill. I'm excited to to hear her play, and then it's gonna be my my road band. Where this is the first show of a seven day tour, seven show tour or something, just Western Canada. Uh, so um, yeah, it'll be it'll be Austin Parahoniak on guitar and Ivan Burke on drums and Ryan Funk on steel and bass. And it, it's gonna it's I don't know this this band and I, I think it's the first. It's the first time I really felt like I figured out how to play with a band. Um, I just, I don't know. It's I finally feel like a band, and in like that represents the songs very well. I was always sort of chasing after this idea of having a band, and it 
never quite worked for me. And, and now I feel like these guys completely understand what we're trying to do. And I feel like we're, we're, we're a team and, uh, and I just very excited about, about those, those guys and, and what they can do on stage and, and, uh, how diverse they can sound and how good they sing. And, um, also spending time with them is just a joy. Uh, maybe I won't say that, uh, <laughs> after we hit the road again, but, uh, but we've, we've been, we've been traveling together now for a few years and, and it's, it's just like unbelievably easy with them. Uh, so I'm I, pretty excited. Sorry. Could you say Grant is with you or not with you on? Uh... No, no, okay. he's not with me. He's, okay. he's, He's one of my best friends, but uh, but he, him, and I uh, get along really well as friends and musically as well. But but he just can't offer any consistency because you know cause yeah. He's so and and, uh, and Austin's taken his place, and uh, mm-hmm. I, honest, I honestly couldn't imagine having Grant in the band now that I have Austin. Like I just feel like Austin's such a great fit, and uh, um, I miss hanging out with Grant and playing with Grant. Obviously, he's my favorite guitar player in this country, but, uh, but I think Austin's sensibilities actually fit the music better. Well, I've, I've told you this, I think in other earlier interviews and stuff, but like the other voice in, uh, in some of your best songs is that sort of, uh, heavy soulful guitar often was provided, I guess, by Grant, but that's yeah. sort of, that doesn't mean that that's still in the arrangements and those types of arrangements characterize uh, your music. And I think, augment your uh your your strong lyrical content thank you and uh you know that's what um, gets me sort of drumming people off the street to go and see you you know the the whole the whole the whole ball of wax kind of thing so but um so uh let's uh let's try another song uh, from stray dogs how about friends like us perfect that's my favorite (laughs) one Okay. And uh, how about a little bit of just, can you tell us a bit about that? But that I've got, what did I put down? I put down, uh, yeah, well, you know, um, it's like friends through thick and thin, I guess, sort of thing. Uh, and, uh, you know, maybe you can just describe what, 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 what your, what your sentiment is in that song. Yeah. Like Stray Dogs itself was, was a, a, a gave me the, the platform to write from my own perspective specifically more than I have done in a long time. Um, I've generally been obsessed with writing other people's stories and, and, and even, you know, writing fictional stories to, to, to explain, uh, my point, uh, whatever it is at the time. Um, but this is a particular experience where I got to sort of be okay with writing from my own perspective uh, throughout most of this record. Uh, there's a few story songs, but for the most part, it's, it's, it's writing from the eye. And, and, uh, I have a few friends, you know, particular to, to the song friends like us, I have a few friends who are, I don't know, they're professional religious men. They're, <laughs> they're pastors. Um, and I'm not terribly spiritual or religious. I think maybe I am spiritual, but, but I, I don't go to church or anything. Um, I had some moments as a young man where I, where I tried that out and it didn't quite fit. Um, but ever since those days, I've, I've had really close friends who are, who are pastors. And it turns out that a lot of pastors need drinking buddies, uh, because they're constantly dealing with everyone else's problems in their, in their parish or, or however, wherever their, their flock, you know? And so I end up at, at some, pretty seedy bars drinking beer with with pastors watching uh sports highlights you know places i don't 
frequent very often. Uh, but, but those, those times with them are, are some of the richest I have, uh, those, those relationships I, I cherish. And, and I, I, I've been thinking a lot about this. I don't, I don't really pray a lot, but the few times I've prayed in the last few years is when I've ended up in a parking lot at like 3am of some crappy sports bar. I'm not really sure how I'm going to get home after having beers with those, those holy men. <laughs> so, so that's where that, that's where that song came from. One of those nights I got home and just wrote it down and completely forgot about it. And then, uh, found it and sent it to Gavin. Who's one of my best friends. He, he married my wife and I, he's a, he's a, he's a pastor in Winnipeg. And, uh, I said, man, I, I wrote this one and I, this, most of it's about you. And, and I, I kind of make fun of how big you are. Cause he's like, he is huge. And, and he said, Oh, you got my weight wrong. I'm way heavier than that. He said, thanks for the compliment. So I, uh, yeah, he, he gave me his blessing on that one. And, and, uh, yeah, that, that one became easily my favorite song on stray dogs. So yeah, here it is. Went to the bar last night with a couple old buddies. I had a couple too many. I said a little too much. A dozen TVs flashing highlights for the lowlifes. Call the night out a blessing or call it a crutch. It never takes long for the talk to turn to Jesus. Guess I'm still hoping there's someone coming to save us. Eric looks up from his beer, quotes the golden rule. Says, Dill, you think there might be more than enough? Ain't that the way the deal goes down? One foot in a rut. And the other breaking ground Do what you say And say what you must There's hope at the bottom of the night For friends like us Gavin, he's one real big bugger Seven feet tall, gotta be pushing 300 pounds by now. Wise beyond his weight, he laughs at me when I complain. He's not afraid to put me right back in my place. Ain't that the way the deal goes down? One foot in a rut. Breaking ground Do what you say And say what you must There's hope at the bottom of the night For friends like us
truly grateful It's hard to believe We're destined for hell Or some Walmart parking lot And a mile past last call Leaning into it all There's hope at the bottom of the night For friends like us There's hope at the bottom of the night For friends like us Talking with Del Barber about his upcoming CD release for Stray Dogs at the Park Theater. Yes, it's upon us, November the 25th. And uh, get your tickets at Eventbrite. Um, and I just wanted to direct people back to, of course, the website, delbarber.com, right? Perfect. Thank you. And uh, you can get everything there, any information you need. Uh, I was. Uh, I was uh, amused and uh, and impressed. Actually, I'm really impressed by the website. Uh, you've got a really good webmaster, whoever's looking after that. And uh, it's, not, it's not me, that's for sure. <laughs> and uh, it's uh, the uh, the one thing I like uh, that uh, I often get frustrated about, and I use it a lot when I'm preparing my shows, is is uh, finding lyrics for songs. And I, I praise you up and down for actually having, you know, you getting the lyrics up so that, you know, when someone's listening to the song, they can see, you know, and be clear what it is you're saying. So thank you for that. Yeah. Yeah. And, I've been in that same boat, like trying to look up lyrics to, to songs that I'm learning or, or songs that I really can't quite make out a word. Cause I'm, you know, I'm like obsessed about the craft of songwriting and I really want to know exactly what people are saying. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Hopefully, the other, they're all, hopefully they're all up there. That was my intent anyways. They are for Stray Dogs, yeah. And the other uh, part of that, of course, is chords, I guess, but we can, uh, that's sort of like giving the whole thing away or something like that. But well, I, I wouldn't mind doing that. I should probably just get around and write them out and wouldn't be too hard. Uh, there's a lot of a lot of musicians now are selling a little songbook at their shows, and I think that's a brilliant mm -hmm. idea because like, there's no greater compliment than having someone play your song. You know, yeah. From my yeah. point of view as a writer. Yeah. Like, and if they can play it better than you, that's even better. You know, I would I would like that even more. There's no problem there. So we've sort of alluded to it, and it sounds it's a pretty exciting uh, upcoming shows. Uh, I noticed a couple of weeks ago on a post that you're going to get to travel with uh, a Winnipeg friend, Ariel Posen. Yeah, it'll be wild. I'm really nervous uh, uh, just to be overseas again I, I don't know what it's going to be like getting there and traveling around um but i know the company will be rich it's it's a bunch of winnipeg guys in a van together so uh, i think it'll be pretty magical um hopefully we can get there and the shows will happen and um that's just been my constant worry since we keep rescheduling shows you know <laughs> i hope that uh I hope that it all works out, especially for Ariel. I'm just supporting that tour, so it's it's not a big deal, you know. But uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it big time. There are uh, you probably have actually have uh, friends over in uh, Germany and different places too, I guess. So. You bet, yeah. <laughs> so can't wait. Uh, and you know, you know, I never. I'm not, I'm surprised how uh, far afield my show actually goes because it is on the internet. So I think we should maybe just mention there's a couple of shows coming up in Alberta. Is that right? That's right. Or yeah, Saskatchewan and Alberta. Is that right? Or yeah, I'm just going Saskatchewan, Alberta. There'll be a Calgary and Edmonton, Saskatoon, and then some 
some of the smaller haunts of going up to Jasper, Alberta. I always play in Jasper. I haven't played, been there in a couple of years and it's the longest I've stayed away from that town. It, it sucks me in every time. So I'm to get back to my, my weirdo mountain friends. Yeah. Is it Canmore? Did I say too? Yeah, I'm playing in Canmore and I can't wait. I love that town. It's going to be fun. Great, great view. That's you can just sit there and absorb that. <laughs> yeah, the three sisters love it. Um, so, um, oh, and then the merchandise, we can't, we have to mention that. And the thing that made, made me laugh and looks pretty, pretty neat. I've never seen anybody else do this. I don't know if you know what I'm going to say, but the, the onesie for babies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we got a, we got a new one here at home. So I figured to honor his, his arrival, I would make sure he had a onesie, uh, with, with, with dad's, you know, logo on it. So, uh, yeah, we put them up for sale. It's a, it's a pretty fun little thing to do. And uh, I didn't figure I'd sell a lot of them, but they've been flying off like hotcakes. So yeah, get them while they're here. <laughs> so, uh, and the, uh, the logo, uh, I love that logo. Uh, Thank did, you. did you, did you, is that your own creation or? Yeah, I've actually, nice. um, uh, gotta be almost a decade ago. I put out the first version of the rodeo fish, I call it. And, uh-huh. uh, and so we've been using a version of the rodeo fish for about a decade now. And, and and I went back to it with a kind of redesigned little softer lines and different color palettes and stuff. And I uh, decided I should try another kick at a can with it because it was easily the best selling merch item I had. And yeah, I'm, I'm glad it's back out circulation. People are, people are wearing them and it, it brings me great joy uh, to be shipping merch all over God's green earth right now. Uh, that's, that's been one of my only sources of income, you know, over the last few years and people have been supporting artists like me, uh, in a very strong intentional way. And it's, uh, it's really truly humbling. Uh, so is it true or actually, actually on the verge of a, a new album before another six months or something like that? Or yeah. Yeah. I don't know when I'm going to release it, but it's, it's recorded. It's done. Uh, mm. So I, I've been busy, man. I, uh, two, two albums recorded in less than a year is, is, uh, has some kind of feat of strength, at least from my point of view. Uh, and I'm, I think this, this batch of songs is, this, is as good or better than anything I've ever written. So, uh, I loved easy keeper, a lot of, a lot of airplay for those certain songs on there that I love a lot. <laughs> Thanks. Keep coming up again and again. Um, so let's finish. I'll make off. sure I'll make sure yes. to send you this thing when it's done. Uh, as Thank long as you. I promise not to play anything till till it's time. Okay. But, uh, I would love to hear what you think about it. Okay. Thank you. Cool. Um, let's finish uh, with uh, one song. The song uh, you said that was written by your dad. Just a little. Yeah, um, he probably wrote eighty percent of it. Uh, I wrote the tune, um, and then I wrote the last verse. Um, bef- like well before he passed, we had this one written. It was sort of the last song we we wrote together before he died. I think. Wow. Sorry, as a pinnacle of of songwriting, whatever or however you look at it, it's a it's an amazing song. Just the the imagery and uh, um, it, congratulations on it. And we're gonna play it. Um, it's a love song, right? <laughs> Yeah, and it's also about an old guy who's who's starting to feel obsolete, you know, and mm-hmm. especially from my dad's point of view and, and watching his dad as well, like 
these are two men who had every skill could fix anything uh you know they just like real uh renaissance men you know they were they were book readers and and musicians and they could also work with their hands um and so to imagine a guy like that starting to feel obsolete in this world it, it it's a different level of sadness for me you know that that he was, felt like he was losing his place that he was beginning to not be useful anymore in his opinion um and meanwhile he he wasn't willing to recognize how useful he was you know as an artist uh, as a songwriter um and so that's the thing that burns me about it the most but that's also the reason i sing it every night you know like it's it's that's that's one of the songs that i'm never going to be able to shake off so i'm really glad he put that thing down and it's it's a great song it's just like uh uses the metaphor of an old car to to describe what he feels like a car that can't drive as fast as every as the cars on the road now but but also has something that the new car doesn't have you know and that 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 little piece of mystery is is what kept my dad going till the end the show thursday november 25th the park theater del barber and that's uh, delbarber.com for everything tickets and all the information you need and uh the album be there uh thanks Dell. thank you so much john it's been a pleasure man thanks for having me on really appreciate the help I'm a 49 Ford Got a flathead V8 Starter on the floor Got a chain hook tailgate Gotta know how it feels At the end of a run Darling, if you please I need just a little sun just a little heat Warm these bones Just a little fire to carry me home Six volts in the wire Gonna have to do I need a little heat Can I get it from Sitting in a long weeds in a lean-to shed Body of the beast with rattle can prime red I wanna taste salvation at the edge of the night Darling, if you please, I need just a little light just a little heat Warm these bones Just a little fire to carry me home Six volts in the wire Gonna have to do Just a 
get it from you Roads are made of stone now And they all fly by Through night and day They don't waste time asking why You're hard and cold now fast as hell I need a little heat Honey, can't you tell Just a little heat Warm these bones just a little fire to carry me home Six volts in the wire Gonna have to do I need a little heat Can I get it from That was Just a Little Heat from Stray Dogs by Del Barber. The CD release is next Thursday, November 25th at the Park Theatre. Go to delbarber.com for more information and tickets. Thank you, Del, for the great interview. Never got around to finding out how many horses Del has, but I know he does. Here's a song we'll dedicate to Dell. Doc Watson, take it away. Along about 1825, I left Tennessee very much alive. I never would have got through the Arkansas mud if I hadn't been riding on the Tennessee stuff. I had some trouble with my sweetheart's paw And one of her brothers was about outlaw I sent her a letter by my uncle Bud And I rode away on the Tennessee stud The Tennessee stud was long and lean The color of the sun and his eyes were green He had the nerve and he had the blood And there never was a horse like the Tennessee stud Drifted on down into no man's land We crossed that river called the Rio Grande I raced my horse with the Spaniards full Till I got me a skin full of silver and gold Me and a gambler we couldn't agree We got in a fight over Tennessee We jerked our gun then he fell with a thud And I got away on the Tennessee stud the Tennessee stud was long and lean The color of the sun and his eyes were green He had the nerve and he had the blood And never was a horse like the Tennessee stud I got just as lonesome as a man can be 
dreaming of a girl in Tennessee. The Tennessee stud's green eyes turned blue cause he was a dreaming of a sweetheart too. We loped right back across Arkansas. I whooped her brother and I whooped her paw. I found that girl with the golden hair and she was a riding on the Tennessee mare. The Tennessee stud was long and lean, the color of the sun and his eyes were green. He had the nerve and he had the blood and there never was a horse like the Tennessee stud. Up and side by side We crossed the mountains and the valleys wide We came to Big Muddy Then we forded the flood On the Tennessee mare and the Tennessee stud A pretty little baby on the cabin floor A little horse caught playing around the door I love that girl with the golden hair And the Tennessee stud loves the Tennessee mare The Tennessee stud went long and lean the color of the sun and his eyes were green He had the nerve and he had the blood And there never was a horse like the Tennessee
That's it for R1. That was Ottawa's champion fiddler April Virch with Bring Your Clothes Back Home from her 2015 album, The New Part. This is Planet Mainstage. Stay tuned for more. Soon enough though I will be Far away from misery Just standing on that sunny side of the street Hello, this is Pokey LaFarge. I'd like to invite you to keep on rambling on Planet Mainstage on 101.5 UMFM. Said sunny, said sunny. This is Nathan Rogers. You're listening to 101.5 UMFM. Stay tuned. for those of you in the audience who have trouble getting up on Sunday morning and going to church. I've discovered something uh, that's a candy item. It's actually a, kind of an immaculate confection. It's a, there's a cross on one side and there's a Bible inscription on the other. And uh, You put it in your mouth and when it's gone, you can get up and leave. This is something for the kids on uh, Easter. This is uh, called a chocolate Jesus. Don't 
Chocolate Jesus by Tom Waits. We'll send that out to Andrew, a Tom Waits fan and a recent subscriber to the show. Go to umfm.com, Planet Mainstage. You can too get a reminder notice and info about that particular show each week and enjoy the podcast at your leisure. More music to come, but now it's time for our weekly contest, Name That Riff. Your turn to guess the clip I will play, and you email me at planetm at umfm.com and win the draw and win a CD. Last time on our timed time theme show, the answer was, of course, time is on my side by the Stones, correctly guessed by several of you from the word clue, and the winner was Victor. Yay! Here we go. Here is this week's clue. Now I'm gonna make it. And again, now I'm gonna make it. Email me at planetm at umfm.com and you can win. Good luck. Now I'm gonna make it. Okay, onward. Our own Rain Hamilton has been gently releasing one song at a time from her new album, Brave Land. And this weekend, the latest called Eclipse is what I am excited to play for you now. Did you see the lunar eclipse last night in the wee hours? It's called the Beaver Blood Full Moon. And it was the longest eclipse apparently for the next 500 and 80 years. So lucky you. There is an amazing shadow puppet video done by puppeteer Sarah Thiessen and videographer Julie Epp and the music by Rain, Quentin Bart on double bass and Nathaniel Felicitas on cello. Watch Eclipse by Rain Hamilton on YouTube. But here is the radio premiere on Planet Mainstage. Thank you, Rain. From the highest point of the darkest night, when there comes a light waxing, waning, reach for the comfort of the moon, see us through the effort of the dark. Looking glass 
witness to the change it brings Each fragment and each
Hello, Manitoba. This is Amelia Curran saying glad you dropped by to listen to Planet Mainstage on 101.5 UMFM. I cried only one tear for us today. And I will wipe it away before the day breaks. And there is love in every part of me, I know. But the key is falling deep into the snow. So when the spring comes, I will find it. And I'll lock my
carpenter wise you work to sing merrily merrily sing and carpenter wise you work to sing merrily merrily sing I saw a pigeon fly down this way and under her wing is a soul they say a little white soul a little white soul and for that cradle I'm making today I'll sing till the rafters ring I'll sing I'll sing till the rafters ring
That was new from Britain's Hannah James, The Carpenter, Martha Wainwright, Love Will Be Reborn. She is here at Park Theatre, brought in by the Winnipeg Folk Festival this Tuesday, November 23rd. We also heard Ireland's Grata with Snow Leopard. Pure Banjo, Dan Gellert. American Fogies Tour 2, Black-Eyed Susie. Punch Brothers Kid A from Who's Feeling Young Now. And started with a Planet Mainstage premiere in the Shadow of the Moon, Eclipse. The latest brand new release from Brave Land by the amazing Rain Hamilton. Next, a new group. New to me, new sound, Dead March with Jockey Full of Bourbon and some Richard Thompson. And to start, surely influenced by Mike Seeger, Leonard Podolik and the Ducks included this song, Banjo Roustabout, on their last album, Beyond the Blue. And we will precede it by the man himself, Mike Seeger from True Vine on Planet Mainstage. Cows in the old field, don't you hear the bell? Blow the horn, blow. Cows in the old field, don't you hear the bell? Blow the horn, blow. Blow the horn, blow. Blow the horn, blow. Get a piece of cornbread, feed old red, blow the horn, blow. Get a piece of cornbread, feed old blue, blow the horn, blow. Blow the horn, blow. Blow the horn, blow. Blow the horn, blow. Ain't been a hum since I don't know when. Blow the horn, blow. Ain't been a hum since I don't know when. Blow the horn, blow. Go. 
Oh, oh, oh. 
Hi, hi, that was Richard Thompson with Beatnik Walking. It seems he's he's touring. He'll be in Kansas City tomorrow, fairly close by. Check his goings on at richardthompson-music.com. Before that, good new music, oddly named and titled Dead March, Jockey Full of Bourbon preceded by banjo roustabout by the Ducks from their Folk Alley session and started with Mike Seeger, Blow, Blow the Horn, from his traditional album, True Vine. Let's finish off with two favorites who have a show coming up and a new album. First, Small Glories, who will be playing The West End December 3rd and 4th. And then from their new album, first in over 10 years, called The Empress, The McDades with The Oak, Ivy, and Ash. And here are JD and Kara with A Thousand Stars on Planet Mainstage.
Well, that's it. That was the McDades from their brand new album, The Empress, with the Oak, Ivy, and Ash. And we are going to be talking to Solon McDade in the next little while and have that on an upcoming show. And started with the Small Glories playing the West End December 3rd and 4th with a thousand stars. Thanks again to Del Barber for the interview. His show at the park, November 25th. Go to delbarber.com for tickets and info. We'll finish with one more from his album, Stray Dogs. Remember, check out our playlist and subscribe to the show. It's all free at umfm.com, Planet Mainstage. Stay safely at six, wear your mask, and be kind. This is I Belong With You. Take care. Bye-bye. Follow me into the morning Exam potatoes in the pan I know you love to doubt this But honey, I can be a good man You're sick of the television Turn on the radio Drink coffee like it's Sunday And you got no place to go Leaves budding on the poplar And I'm still splitting winter birch My dreams, my life move slowly People get what they deserve I know what gets me Lousy fast There's no drug or doctor That makes any other life Give me another season I'll find the proof I belong with you I belong face first in the winds of winter I belong on my knees wanting for spring I belong five deep at the Long in the harvest of love coming true. I belong on you. Heading into town tomorrow. See some friends Gonna talk about the old days Oh, how glory never ends There's a difference in between us Change is always in the wind I'm gonna keep my head up And do everything I can Give me another season I'll find the proof 
knees one full spring I belong five deep at the bar wine about the heat of the summer I belong in the harvest of love coming